Hey there, this is Matt April, and welcome back to another episode of the Bent on Better podcast, where better means becoming the best you in health, fitness, and overall wellness. This is the show where we use real-life stories and tips to help you learn and improve to make sure you're always getting better. Today, I want to talk about why you should eat more protein, the benefits of eating protein, and how protein can aid in weight loss. Now, let's have a chat about prep prep protein. That was awful. Why you should eat more protein. Today, I want to talk about the power of protein and why you should eat more of it. Before I begin, If you're not already signed up for my Bent on Better newsletter, make sure you subscribe so you can not only receive exclusive updates, but so you can email me with questions and concerns. Okay, now that that is out of the way, back to protein. One of the most common questions I see in my email inbox is, Matt, how much protein should I consume? Often followed by something like, should I drink protein shakes? Well, my protein-pondering friends, this post and podcast is all for you. Before I answer those specific questions, let's define protein. A protein is simply a group of amino acids linked together by peptide bonds. One gram of protein yields four calories. Now, if you recall back to high school chemistry class, a peptide bond is a covalent bond formed by joining the carboxyl group of one amino acid to the amino group of another with the removal of a molecule of water. Now, what about amino acids? The body uses 20 different amino acids to make many different proteins to be used for the body. That's right. Our bodies make different proteins for different uses from muscle protein like actin to proteins that make up our hair and our fingernails to the protein that makes up the lens of our eyes. I have compiled a list of the 20 different amino acids that our bodies use to make proteins, and I've broken them down into three main groupings, essential, non-essential, and semi-essential. Don't get me wrong. Our bodies require all 20 amino acids for life, but the main difference between essential and non-essential amino acids is that essential amino acids cannot be manufactured by the body or they're only manufactured in insufficient amounts. To see the full list of amino acids, visit the show notes for this podcast at bentonbetter.com protein. The benefits of consuming protein. Protein must be broken down into amino acids before the body can use it for anything. The uses of protein vary and solely depend on what your body needs at that exact time. Protein for tissue repair or replacement, for new tissue, for immediate energy, or even for potential energy, which is fat. There are a few factors affecting protein requirements for us. These factors range from daily exercise and physical activity, daily caloric consumption, body composition goals, and sports performance goals. Now, what if your goal is fat loss? Well, guess what? Protein can help with that. Why? Protein's effect on satiety, the feeling of fullness, is an important consideration if weight loss or fat loss is a goal for you. In studies of rats and humans, a preload of protein suppressed their food intake for several hours and 
to a greater extent than that of energy from fat and carbohydrates. My tip for you is to eat more protein. After you made a plate for yourself for lunch, dinner, breakfast, whatever, eat your protein first before you eat your fats and your carbohydrates. By the time you're finished with your protein, you may not even want to finish the rest of your dish. Just make sure you load up that protein with healthy, fibrous greens as well, since protein will need some extra help moving through that digestive tract of yours. In addition to lots of fibrous greens, there is a greater need for water and hydrating fluids when consuming more protein. If you're not already convinced on how important proper hydration is for healthy living, make sure you read my post and podcast about the importance of water. Protein requires seven times the water for metabolism than carbohydrates and fats. So drink up. Sources of protein. The major sources of protein are animal sources, dairy, and other meats. Sources of incomplete proteins include grains, legumes, nuts, seeds, and other vegetables. What's the difference between a complete protein and an incomplete protein? A complete protein is defined as a food or a combination of foods that has all the essential amino acids in the appropriate ratios. I have a full list of some examples of the complete protein sources, but here are just a few. Whole eggs milk and milk products, meat and poultry, fish, rice and beans, peanut butter on whole wheat sprouted bread, and the list goes on and on. Protein intake recommendations. So how much protein should you be eating? Well, that all depends on your lifestyle and fitness goals. The basic recommended daily allowance for protein is 10 to 35% of your total caloric intake. While the recommended daily allowance for protein is 0.8 grams per kilogram of body weight per day, which is roughly 0.4 grams per pound, there are three main categories that you should consider when you're trying to figure out how much protein you should be eating. For adults who live a rather sedentary life, that's less than 25 minutes of activity a day, you should probably consume the lower end of the spectrum in protein. For adults who are strength athletes or endurance athletes, look to go towards the higher end of the spectrum for protein intake. Individuals who eat lower than the recommended daily allowance may consider supplementation to meet their protein needs. One of the few supplements that make it to my limited supplement list is Vega Protein and Greens. There are tons and tons of protein supplements on the market, so which one is the best for you? For me, I love Vega Protein and Greens because it's made with non-GMO whole foods. There are no added sugars, it's gluten-free, There are 20 grams of protein per serving, only 110 calories per serving, it contains no soy, and there are no artificial flavors, colors, or sweeteners. This protein is also vegan, which I'm not, but for my friends and readers out there who are, this is the best option. Chronic high protein intake alert. The long-term consumption of high protein diets which is consuming greater than three times the recommended daily allowance, can lead to higher intake of saturated fat, lower fiber intake, increased urea production, decreased glycogen stores, and possible dehydration. Now, you're a smart cookie. Mmm, cookies. (laughs) And I know you will stay on top of these things. But I have to remind you that these tips are provided for your information and not intended as medical advice. 
please work with your healthcare professional to determine what's right for you. Just remember, eating right starts with you. To read more on why you should eat more protein and check out the resources mentioned in this show, you can go to bentonbetter.com protein. And if you have a minute, please don't forget to leave an honest review in iTunes or at Stitcher Radio. You can do that by simply searching Bent on Better at Stitcher.com and leave a rating and review. Until next time, thanks for joining me today. Now go make today awesome. <laughs>